Back with the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop at 7.51. You can always reach out to me, bishoponair at gmail.com. You can find me on social media, Bishop on Air, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, connect that way as well. Uh, my next guest, Republican State Senator from the St. Charles, Illinois area, Don DeWitt. He uh, is on the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, a little-known body that has uh, quite a bit of impact, actually. And I think more people became aware of JCAR uh, during the uh, initial mask mandate that Governor J.B. Pritzker put in place because there was some back and forth with the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules on how that would be enforced and how exactly uh, the governor's rules could lead to uh, the possibility of uh, negative consequences for businesses and business owners who don't enforce those rules. That was a fight in the May of t- 2020, so well over a year ago. Uh, but JCAR is a, is a body that meets every month, if not more, uh, depending on uh, the, the, the workload they have. But I'll let uh, Senator DeWitt kind of give the um, uh, the layman's version of what exactly JCAR is. Because, Senator, it's a handful of lawmakers from both chambers. It's not the entirety of the state legislature. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Greg, and thanks for having me on this morning. Uh, you are absolutely correct. JCAR, the Joint Committee on Administrative Rules, meets on a week, on a monthly basis. Uh, during session in Springfield, during the summer, we typically meet here in Chicago. But um, the, the interesting thing about JCAR, it is made up of 12 legislators on a bipartisan basis. There are um, six Republicans, six Democrats, uh, and then there are uh, two members that are co-chairs uh, in the current reign, uh, Senator Bill Cunningham, on the Democratic side, and Representative Keith Wheeler uh, on the House side. And we do meet on a monthly basis. The um, JCAR generally is authorized to conduct systematic reviews of administrative rules that are promulgated by state agencies. And those rules can be either rules through statutory requirements, or they can be rules uh, that are administered uh, like the uh, mask rule that has recently been mandated by the Illinois State Board of Education. Um, And what occurred last week in Springfield at our monthly meeting was we had asked ISBE, Illinois State Board of Education, to appear before JCAR to explain to us what they felt was the authority to be able to Um, administer uh, prohibitive enforcement measures against school districts simply based on the governor's executive order um, that masks should be worn in school. Uh, As many of you, as you and many of your listeners are probably aware, there are now 51 separate public and private school systems in the state that have been put on a probationary uh, position that is the first step in the state limiting state funding to these school districts. Clearly there's no money going to the private schools, but obviously public schools are are organizations funded by state tax dollars that every parent that has a child attending a public school contributes to. We asked them to appear before JCAR to explain under what authority they were administering the threat of holding funding Unfortunately, they chose not to show up, uh, which was very disappointing to the uh, 
all of the members of JCAR. Did they give you a rationale as to why they didn't show up? They really didn't. Um, I don't think we heard anything uh, in response from ISBE. Now, I will tell you that they had, you know, they have an oversight board that meets on a regular basis as well that oversees ISBE and their operations. They did have a meeting that morning, the same morning that JCAR was meeting. But uh, as large as an organization as ISBE is, I, I just found it hard to believe that they could not find one representative to at least come and find out exactly what the issues were that uh, is that JCAR was interested in talking about. Well, and a lot of times, uh, too, we, when we see uh, some of these hearings take place, you know, even uh, uh, an agency director in front of a uh, legislative yes. hearing, like, you know, the House Tourism Committee or whatever it may be, uh, they'll sure. say, okay, I hear your question. I don't have those answers right now, but I'll get back to you. Um, sure. That wasn't even, uh, that, that option wasn't even afforded uh, at the last JCAR meeting. That's exactly correct. Um, what did come out of our meeting, Greg, was a statement that was made by one of my colleagues, uh, Senator John Curran from Downers Grove, who very, re- I think, very respectfully and, and very cordially um, expressed our disappointment that ISBE was not able to appear to answer the questions that some of us had, that we intended to issue a list of questions for them to consider for the next JCAR meeting, which is scheduled in September, where we will expect someone from ISBE to uh, appear before us and respond to some of those questions and concerns that our members have regarding their uh, enforcement of funding issues we're talking as with, they relate to the mask mandate. We're talking with State Senator Don DeWitt on the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop. And, uh, Senator, what, what can JCAR do about this? I mean, not just the ISBE not showing up, and hopefully they do uh, appear before you guys in September, but, uh, you know, it, can JCAR block this rule? Or, um, you know, I know it's kind of a, a little bit of a convoluted process, but um, sure. uh, what, what can JCAR do? Yeah, that's a very good question. I think really what we're more interested in hearing is, you know, what is the authority they are using to implement these punitive measures? Um, I think once we find out what basis they are using to administer that, um, you know, we may have a a totally separate list of questions that may relate to that. And I think at that point, uh, if we need to, uh, we will continue to delve into exactly what their legal authority may be, um, either statutorily or otherwise, uh, to do what they're doing. So we're 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 not we're not trying to be aggressive. We're not trying to uh, overstep their bounds. Look at everybody admits that ISBE has a very uh, it's a massive responsibility in the state overseeing our public school systems. Uh, we just want to engage in a conversation to understand why they're doing what they're doing, and under what authority they believe they have to be able to do this. Which way are your constituents leaning on this? Uh, Because we've seen school districts across the state, uh, as you mentioned, 51 of them have made masks optional, and they're being uh, now targeted by ISBE for, uh, you know, lack of recognition and and a variety of other issues. What are your constituents telling you? Yeah, currently here in the 33rd Senate District, which encompasses uh, basically western Kane County, and the southern third of McHenry County here in the far western suburbs of Chicago. Uh, I am not aware, sitting here today, of any districts within my Senate district that have chosen to ignore the mask mandate. I think Timothy Christian Private School in towards Chicago was the only school in the area a week ago that really uh, took that um, requirement to task. And, You've got 30 seconds. Uh, eventually... 
uh, eventually went back to uh, to the mask mandate. So I'm not aware of any in our uh, local area here. Uh, again, like many of my colleagues, we're concerned about the fact that these decisions do need to be made uh, locally at the local school district level. Um, and again, the governor continues to operate this entire mandate process uh, without the involvement of the legislature. State Senator Don DeWitt, greatly appreciate you taking this time in the morning. I wanted to talk about a couple of other issues, but uh, definitely uh, is B&J Carr uh, dominating. So we'll connect again soon, all right? Thank you, Greg. Appreciate it.